and thank you for tuning in to the Fine Mastery Podcast, where our focus is on providing tools, resources, and insights that empower driven individuals to secure their own path to financial independence. My name is Peter Donisano, and today we're going to talk about how to dive into benefits enrollment like you've been doing it all your life. Now, you know, open enrollment only comes around once a year, but for some, the process feels like a chore that sparks a sense of overwhelm that makes you want to just click through the defaults and just be done with it. But you know, while it can feel frustrating in certain situations, working through your benefits election can turn into a walk in the park when approached the right way. That's why in today's episode, we'll discuss what you should do before you even crack open that benefits book, how to avoid common missteps and avoid overlooking hidden treasures. And we'll also talk through a systematic approach for actually comparing one benefit versus the other. So with that, let's dive into today's podcast. Open enrollment is just around the corner, and do you have what it takes to make those critical choices at this vital time of the year? Now, while benefits election may seem like a routine administrative task, the decision you make during this critical election period could significantly impact your finances for years to come. Now, I know that for many of you out there, open enrollment might feel like a maze of features and benefits that can leave you feeling so confused and overwhelmed that you resort to just box ticking just to get over it. But what if you could change the narrative this year? What if this year was the year you finally stepped off the default path and made your benefits elections with confidence? What if this year, instead of rushing through the enrollment process, you mindfully took your time and opted into coverages that align with your lifestyle needs? Sounds great, right? And so how do you achieve this outcome? Well, this approach begins with following a game plan for navigating the maze of healthcare choices, insurance options, and fringe benefits that are available to you. More specifically, when you know how to approach your benefits book, which common pitfalls to avoid, and how to select your coverage options, you can make wise choices this benefit season without being overwhelmed. All right, so now the first step to making wise choices with your benefits this year so that you don't feel overwhelmed is to take some time to evaluate your current needs. Now, it might be tempting to dive into your benefits elections, check the boxes, and just get the process done with, right? But now, as counterintuitive as it may seem, taking some time for reflection can make the process go so much faster than digging through your benefits book and just making your elections as you go. And so why is this self-assessment so vital to the process? Well, it's pretty simple. And that's because from one year to the next, you and your family's lives evolve. They change and whether we're talking about health statuses or family composition or retirement plan needs. So then from this perspective, ask yourself, you know, how has my health fared over the past year? Have any significant health challenges rear their heads in my or my family's life? And because of these changes or other developments, am I anticipating any major life events such as surgeries or pregnancies in the coming year? More specifically, let's say that you just discovered that you're about to become a parent. Now, this year's health plan may have sufficed for your individual or couple needs, but with baby on board, now may be the right time to make some plan changes. Certainly, thinking down the road, having a baby is a qualifying event that would allow you to make changes to your plan after your child is born, but different health plans offer different maternity or pediatrics benefits, which could be a more fitting choice for the year ahead before the baby comes. Either way, it's essential to start evaluating your needs for the year ahead, because without this self-evaluation, you could end up overlooking a pivotal shift in your needs and as a result in your benefits elections for the year ahead. Now, another thing you'll want to do before cracking open that benefits book is to consider your past year's benefits usage. More specifically, this process involves taking the time to reflect on your interactions with various benefits providers over the past year and asking yourself, did my current plan meet my needs or were there gaps? Here again, understanding your past usage is key to anticipating your future usage needs and hence your insurance coverage needs. So then take a moment to review your existing benefits, how they've performed, and how you've utilized them. Let's use an example here to crystallize this point. Okay, so let's say that over the 
the past year, you've seen several doctors and specialists due to a sudden onset of a chronic health condition. Now, in this case, your current plan may have burdened you with hefty out-of-pocket expenses. So then, if you anticipate your health condition to persist for quite some time, then you might consider a plan with higher premiums but lower deductibles in the year ahead, which could significantly minimize your out-of-pocket expenses. Either way, take some time to ask yourself whether there have been instances where out-of-pocket expenses soar due to inadequate coverage. And evaluate whether your healthcare providers met your needs or did you have to go out of network to get the service that you needed. And finally, consider whether there were any benefits that you did not utilize like your flexible spending account, which led to lost money at the end of the year. Indeed, a candid review of these and similar questions will likely shape your understanding of what worked well and what fell short and likely equip you with insights for effective benefits elections in the months ahead. Okay, so now that you have a solid grasp on your health experiences over the past year and what you might anticipate with respect to medical needs in the year ahead, it's now time to crack open the benefits book and begin reviewing your options. So then the first thing that you're likely to do as you review your benefits choices is to look at costs. Now with that said, the process of selecting your benefits shouldn't be just a mere financial comparison. Indeed, you need to look beyond the dollar figures to appreciate each plan's holistic value. And so why shouldn't we look at just the cost of services offered? Well, the rationale here is simple. Low cost doesn't always translate into the best value. And why is that? Well, that's because a seemingly cheap plan could leave you grappling with sizable bills for certain services later on down the road. On the other hand, a seemingly more expensive plan might offer better coverages, leading to lower out-of-pocket expenses over the coming year. Indeed, making your benefits elections based on low premiums and thinking you're making the most economical choices could leave you in a lurch if your plan offers limited coverage or a restricted network of providers. To be sure, if you make your decision based on cost-effectiveness alone, you could find yourself burdened with high out-of-pocket expenses for procedures not covered or seeing providers outside of your network, which likely will negate any of your cost savings altogether. So then as you're reviewing your options this benefit season, don't get hung up on the upfront costs only to get caught with hidden expenses on the back end. Indeed, take a moment to think through the value of the services offered through each plan beyond its price when considering your benefits options. All right, so now that we've talked through the importance of understanding your current needs, reviewing your past benefits usage, and taking a comprehensive look beyond mere costs, let's take some time to talk through some ways to identify and avoid common pitfalls that you may encounter while navigating your benefits selection process. Now, no matter how well prepared you are, the road for choosing your benefits can be filled with unexpected twists and turns. For example, you could come into benefits season and just stick with what's familiar. Indeed, you might even ask yourself, well, why shouldn't I just review my current healthcare plan? I mean, it's worked just fine until now. Well, there might be some truth there, but here's the issue. More specifically, each open enrollment period brings with it not just an evaluation of changes in your own life, but also in changes to your benefits plan as a whole. Now, keep in mind that employee benefits are one of the most significant costs that employers face outside of employee salaries. And so given changes in the marketplace, your costs and benefits coverage from one year to the next could experience changes ranging from minor adjustments to major benefits revamps. And what do we mean here? Well, let's say that this year you decide to click through the defaults only to discover a few months later that a procedure that was covered in last year's plan is now a hefty out-of-pocket expense. Now, in this situation, you'll likely be stuck with your current coverage until a qualifying event or next year's open enrollment period before you can make any changes to your plan. So then as you gear up for open enrollment, don't allow the allure of the known to blind you from the potential benefits of what's changed. That's why it's essential to take the time to dive deep into the specifics of each year's plan every single year, even if you anticipate that nothing's changed. Now, the next thing that you'll want to do is pay extra special attention to the not-so-obvious benefits that your employer may offer from one year to the next. Certainly, during each election season, your focus may naturally 
drift towards the big three coverages like medical, dental, and vision. And then once you've made your selections, you're all done, right? Well, it's critical to note here that your employer's benefit package may offer coverages that could leave you with unnecessary loss opportunities if you don't take the time to check them out. How so? Well, let's say that you decide to opt out of short-term disability insurance only to face an unexpected health event that leaves you wishing you had the safety net of that extra income as you find yourself burning through your savings as you wait for long-term disability to kick in. Or maybe as you approach this year's benefit season, you realize that your employer could have deposited thousands of free dollars into your health savings account had you simply taken a few minutes to participate in your plan's wellness programs. And let's not forget about the legal assistance benefit that might seem irrelevant to you now, but could prove invaluable during significant life events like buying a home or drafting a will. So then as you navigate through your benefits book during this open enrollment season, take some time to expand your thinking beyond the conventional because you never know what you might miss. And now as we're thinking through common pitfalls and mistakes that typically happen during open enrollment period, it's crucial not to miss out on one of the big ones that could happen this year, and that's getting clear about your open enrollment deadline. Now, this point may seem like an insignificant administrative detail, but it carries a significant consequence. And how's that? Well, imagine here for a moment that you've invested a significant amount of time and energy into reviewing your options, weighing the benefits and the costs, and finally landing on an ideal mix of healthcare and French benefits that you want to go with for the coming year. But now the trouble is that you spent all this time completing your analysis, but you haven't paid attention to the enrollment deadline. And now that it's come and gone, you're stuck with last year's choices. Now it's true. It might not seem like the end of the world, but it's a crucial point nonetheless. Here again, outside of any qualifying life events, like getting married or having a child or changing jobs, you'll likely be stuck with last year's benefits for the coming year. So then remember that open enrollment is in a way a race against time. And yes, while all those emails from HR reminding you of the deadline are all annoying, they're there for a reason. And so as you review your benefits options, take the time to make note of key dates, set your own alerts, don't rely on management for reminders, and secure your chosen coverage without feeling overwhelmed this open enrollment season. All right, so now that you have a basic understanding of some of the things to consider before diving into your benefits book, let's take some time to talk a little bit about an approach you can take to wade through the various options and figure out which one is best for you. Now, for many of you out there, the mere thought of looking through your benefits could fill you with a sense of dread as you consider all the options that are available to you. In fact, one might look at a benefits book and be tempted to just go with the default from last year instead of working through this seemingly arduous process. And yes, you likely already know that not being mindful of your options can either cost you money or leave you with lost opportunities. So then what can you do to explore all these options without getting bogged down in analysis paralysis? Well, this year, you can try using a four-step approach to help you more effectively decide on the benefits that best match your needs. And so what does this approach look like? Well, at a high level, this means starting by prioritizing your key healthcare needs so that you can focus on what matters most to you. Now, this might mean identifying plans that offer lower monthly costs, flexibility in choosing your healthcare providers, or ones that allow you to gain access to a wider network of medical facilities. Either way, knowing your priorities ahead of time can help you find a plan that aligns with your specific needs and circumstances. So then step one is prioritize. Now, step two, here, this next step, you'll want to evaluate your options and compare features like costs, premiums, deductibles, and out-of-pocket expenses for each healthcare plan. For example, a high deductible healthcare plan gives you the ability to contribute to a health savings account that offers you a triple tax savings. Now, this option may be a solid choice if you're in good health, but if you're dealing with a pre-existing or chronic condition, then the long-term savings advantage may not outweigh the out-of-pocket cost from a high deductible health plan. Either way, this approach is critical because it can allow you to strike a balance between short-term affordability and long-term protection, 
while at the same time, allow you to make sound financial decisions while safeguarding your healthcare needs. So then here again, step two is evaluate. All right, so now step three. Here in step three, what you're gonna wanna do is do your research. Now, whether you're starting out at a new company or your benefits have changed recently or you simply have never explored your benefits book before, then the next thing that you'll wanna do is to consider your provider network. Now, the objective of this step is to allow you to gain some insights into the various healthcare options available to you to ensure that your preferred doctors and medical facilities are covered under the plan you choose. And why is this important? Well, taking some time to do the research will likely minimize the risk of surprises or inconveniences when it's time to get the medical care or the work done with a specialist down the road. So step three is research your plan and evaluate your options. And finally, with step four, now that you're armed with your priorities, your evaluation, your research, you can confidently choose a benefit that suits your needs and your financial situation. Now, it's one thing to think about your coverages and your coverage needs. Ultimately, what you're going to need to do is make those benefits elections. So then take the time to go back and review your selections to ensure that you're not leaving any money on the table. All right, so now that we've talked through this four-step approach, what exactly does this look like in practice? Well, let's take a look at this from the perspective of choosing a healthcare plan. For example, during open enrollment, you'll likely have the opportunity to choose from different healthcare plans like HMOs or PPOs or uh, high deductible health plans, and many others. So then the big question for you is, which one should you choose? Well, here again, the four points that you may want to consider as you go through the selection process is the step one to prioritize. And that includes identifying your key healthcare needs and your preferences and ask yourself, are you looking for lower monthly costs or greater flexibility in choosing your provider? Or are you looking for a plan with more extensive network or medical facilities? Then step two is to evaluate. Here, you're going to compare the costs, the premium deductibles, and out-of-pocket expenses for each plan. As you're going along this process, you'll want to evaluate whether you can balance short-term affordability with long-term protection. And then in step three, you're going to do your research. You're going to examine the provider network to ensure that your preferred doctors and your medical facilities are covered under the plan you choose. And finally, in step four, you're going to make your selection. You're going to make an informed decision based on your priorities, your evaluations, and your research, and ultimately not forgetting to select the plan that suits your needs and financial situation. Now, it's essential to note here that this is just one example of the options you may want to consider, and we offer more detailed guidance on how to use use this prioritize, evaluate, research, and select process in this month's Phi Mastery journey, which is available at phimastery.com. But either way, now as the open enrollment period kicks off this year, it's crucial to remember that picking your benefits isn't just a routine administrative task. In fact, it's an opportunity to shape the foundation of your financial wellness for the entire year. That's why as you go about reviewing your benefits book this year, it's vital to be deliberate and proactive throughout the entire process. And so to do this, you can start by assessing your current and future needs, understanding the options that are available to you, and then making informed decisions. Now, if you've avoided giving this critical process your attention in past years, then overcoming the inertia and confronting the complexity of employer benefits may seem like a daunting task at first, but the payoff can be significant if you put in the effort today. Indeed, the process, while seemingly meticulous, not only offers you immediate benefits that help align your needs with benefits offered, but the process itself can also help you build a habit of mindful financial decision-making that can ultimately help you tackle open enrollment with confidence and take you one step closer to becoming the master of your own financial independence journey. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Phi Mastery podcast. To learn more about our research, visit us at phimastery.com or email your questions to questions at franklinmadisonadvisors.com. Until next time, I'm Peter Donisanu, wishing you and yours abundant health and prosperity. 
Five Mastery Podcast is brought to you by Franklin Madison Advisors, Inc. Franklin Madison Advisors is a registered investment advisor firm with its registration and principal place of business in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skills or training. This commentary and forecast are limited to the dissemination of general information pertaining to Franklin Madison Advisors investment advisory services and general economic and market conditions and are subject to change without notice. The information shared today is not intended to be personal, legal, investment, or tax advice or a solicitation to buy or sell any security or engage in a particular investment strategy. For additional information about Franklin Madison Advisors, including fees and services, please contact Franklin Madison Advisors or refer to the Investment Advisor Public Disclosures.